Boom. Is we is we up in this joint? Yeah. Yeah, we up in this joint. I ain't wasting no more time. I got I got I gotta talk to y'all folks today. You feel me? Come bust this pussy open. Ooh. Damn, that's how we giving it up on episode 148. Woo! Yeah, we back. Shout out, I never left. And you know I miss you. And you know I love you. And you know I'm wildin' for the utmost for you. Giving niggas the hook. The fuck y'all thought it was, bruh? I heard they wildin' for it. I heard they been wildin' for it. What's up, fuck? It is your one and only favorite Wody Jack or Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. Do you really run? Sometimes you just gotta pop your shit when you out here living. <laughs> Niggas don't really want me. Praise be to glory today. I really get to popping my shit. I'm my mama now. How y'all doing though? How y'all doing? We here. I had to plug up the HDMI, man. I'm like, man, I can't be out here on the. You know what I'm saying? Just just running four different, not four different screens, but you know, I got the Pro Tools open, got my motherfucking. My hijack open, got my motherfucking Fargo 2 open, you know what I mean? Got the iTunes, you know, just shit I need. I had to, nah, let me put this on the 32-inch. 
Let me put this motherfucker on a 32-inch, you know what I mean? You know, I'm chilling. Today's Sunday, which is crazy. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Wildness, right? So, over the weekend, over the weekend, shit, over the weekend. It really won't over one day. So, Friday, I shoot up to Austin. Friday, I shoot up to Austin for a, a crypto a crypto conference. Shout out all my Pulsicans. Shout out to all the hexagons, you know what I mean? Users unaffected, you know what I mean? Taco trucks down and all kind of shit. Don't matter. We good. But I pull up Friday, pull up on my nigga Bob. Shout out my nigga Nooney for letting me for letting me stay with him. Pulled up, pulled up on him. Do our little thing. We go to the conference, this and that shit. We we sipping, we drinking. And 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 one of the whole reasons for the conference is um well I guess it was just I guess it was just a regular conference. I mean, you know, and they be having different conferences, crypto conferences and stuff like that throughout the year, different places and whatnot. Um I'm not sure the frequency, how frequent they do it, um where their main spot is at. They had they had they had a they had one in Miami, I think. Uh, the same weekend, uh, I believe they be having them in Vegas every year, some shit like that since Hex dropped. I'm really not too sure. But uh, they had one, again, like I said, they had one in Austin, and they was doing a premiere. So for like two years now, or maybe a, or maybe less, I, I, I can't necessarily remember, but I think it might have been two years. Who knows? Uh, They've been hitting at this documentary. Richard Hart has been hitting at this documentary that's going to come out for Pulse Chain and this and that shit. So it was the premiere this weekend. And if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I think I think Nooney said that there was only supposed to be like a hand, like 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 a legit handful of theaters that were going to be premiering this this weekend. Uh Man, they up, they they up they up the scale on niggas. They up the scale on mugs for real, for real. And uh, I think he said that it was pushing damn near forty, damn near forty theaters across the country. Uh, that's premiered it, and it was supposed to only be for maybe one day or or just one weekend. Um, they're gonna be premiering it for multiple weekends, not premiering it, but showing it for multiple multiple weekends now. Uh, so that was pretty cool. But anyways, I say all that to say. So, get up Friday, do this and that. I'm dry. I drive to Austin. We go to the conference. We go to the motherfucking. We go to the movie. Then we leave there. We just been drinking low key, kind of all day. This and that. We go out. We go out that Friday. Um, hit Sixth Street and shit like that. That was cool. That was my first time ever being on Sixth Street. Um, and you know it was cool also just being in Austin because for years now you know I've always heard about South by Southwest especially when I first started rapping you know 2010 shit like that that's, that used to just be like kind of like a goal of like yo I just like I would love to be able to get to South by Southwest and perform and blah 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 so it was cool to see that I'm not sure if that's where South by Southwest is at like I know it's at in Austin but I don't know if it's like right downtown in on 6th Street and shit like that maybe probably so if I had to really think about it um, but yeah, so that was cool, this and that, but long story short, man, I drive back yesterday, the drive back to Houston yesterday was like, holy shit, I was so happy when I got to the crib, man, because it's like two and a half hours, almost three hours away, right, 
I was so happy when I got back to the crib, this and that, man. I'm eating. I'm really just kind of, re- like, trying to recover because I'm like, yeah, I'm low-key kind of faded. Like, I'm not drunk still, but, nigga, I'm old now. Like, I can feel it. <laughs> the rejuvenation after a night of drinking just ain't what it used to be, you know what I mean? Uh, so, anyways, that happens. I wake up this morning. Well, first, I, you know, I go to sleep last night, obviously. Uh, but it felt like I was doing a lot of tossing and turning last night. I ain't going to cap, like. It felt like I was doing a lot of tossing and turning for real, for real. Like, I didn't feel like I slept that great. But it, but I know I went to bed, like, after 1230. I probably fell asleep, like, at 1230, maybe 1 o'clock, some shit like that, right? So I wake up this morning. It's, like, it's 730. It's 730. And I'm like, damn, like, it's 730. And it felt like I, like, all right, Don, like, you really not about, like, you trying to just be lazy and just stay in bed and go to and go back to sleep, like, and this and that shit. But it's like, bro, like, you're you're more than awake right now. Like, just get your ass up. But it was 7 fucking 30. I couldn't believe it. I was like, God, I looked at my phone. I was like, God damn, it's 730? Like, holy shit. Like, damn, it didn't feel like I slept that great last night. But looking at this shit, seeing the 730, it's like, damn, I low-key feel like I can't complain for real, for real. Like, holy shit. Because I just knew it was 930, some shit. Like, like I just knew it was past 9 o'clock, for sure, for sure. You know, and like I said, when I looked at the phone at 730, that was me just finally just saying, like, man, like, what fucking time is it? Like, get your ass up. So, truthfully, I was probably really feeling awake at 645, 7, for, for real. I was just really like, man, I ain't trying to get out of bed, this and that. Like, I'm really trying to give me some sleep. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let me go up, get up, go to the gym, right? So I get up. I'm driving to the gym. And, uh, and <laughs> my dumb ass get on. I get on the Patreon. I get on I get on Patreon, right, looking for the Joe Budden episode. And then I get on there, and I see, like, it's got yesterday's episode. It's, it's like, episode 648, uh, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, so niggas just not dropping Patreons today? Like, what the fuck you and them doing? Then I really look at it. It was like one day ago, then this and that. Then I look, and I'm like, wait, the fuck? I'm like, today's Sunday? Huh? The fuck going? This is crazy. So, yeah, that that just that threw me off for a loop, for real, for real. That threw me for a loop this morning. And I guess that's because normally if I, like, when I go out and party, when I do go out and party, which is really a rarity, it's normally on a Saturday, so that next day, like, just how I was feeling on Saturday, that's normally how I'm feeling on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? So it just, I don't know. It just really kind of threw me off. So that was pretty, that was pretty wild this morning. And before I get into it, let me tell y'all one more quick story. Uh, and it will be a short episode. It will be a short episode. I ain't got too much to talk about. Just a couple of topics. Um, Nothing too crazy whatsoever, for real, for real. But... The hat I'm wearing right now, I haven't worn this hat in forever. And and it's funny because this used to be like one of my favorite hats. But it was one of my favorite hats that I didn't really wear too often because it's a fitted. And and it's a little smaller than what I would normally. Do I have the, the joint on here? Is the size on here? What size is this bitch? Hold up. It is a seven and three eighths. I think that I normally wear a seven and three fourths. I, I believe. So it's a, so it's a little tight. It's a little tight on the dome piece. You know what I mean? One second. And uh, 
But for whatever reason, I was just thinking, like, what? Like, I need something. Like, what do, What kind of hat or what do I want to wear today for the pod, right? So I just grabbed this hat. The last time I wore this hat, guys, the last time that I wore this hat, and this is dead ass. The last time I wore this hat was the night before I decided that I was going to go bald. Not that I was going to go bald because I was already going bald. But that I was going to shave my head and just rock a baldy for the rest of the time. Until I go to Turkey next year and get these hair transplants. I'm not playing with y'all. I'm 32. At 33, I'm getting the hair transplants. By 34, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back on it, my nigga. I'm going to be back on it. I'm going to be living. I'm going to live out my dream. Of having a silver fox, silver dollar, silver surfer, full gray, full gray head of hair, Caesar cut like my granddaddy. But the funny story about this hat and looking back on it, it was like, oh, now now I kind of get it. As you can see, if you if you're not watching this on YouTube or whatever the case, but if you're just listening to it, it's a Mariners hat, a Florida Mariners hat, the turquoise joint. My cousin Scoop, my cousin Scoop came to visit came to visit me in L.A. when I first moved out there, right? But he got some homies that he had played football with in college that was from L.A. So they they was linking up, and he was like, "Yo, you trying to roll with me out here to so and so?" I was like, "Yeah, for sure, I'll roll with you." I ain't had no haircut. I I was just, and again, nigga, I'm going bald at 25. So not having a haircut for like a week and a half, two weeks, that is not, that is not the move, my G. Not the move at all. My shit was looking terrible, right? So I'm like, all right, let me just put on this hat and, and, and slide over here. So put on the hat. I think we was over in like somewhere by like Marina Del Rey or some shit like that, right? Walking into the joint, dude, it's, bro, it's, it's, the weekday. It's like a Tuesday or some shit like that. The bouncer at the joint is like, security's like, uh, you can't wear no hats in here. So it's, it's a no hat policy, this and that shit, right? And if I remember correctly, I feel like I seen a couple motherfuckers with some hats on. But maybe maybe not. But I feel like I, I feel like I seen a couple motherfuckers with some hats on, right? And I was like, damn. I can't wear no hat. I remember going back to the car. I remember going back to the car asking my cousin, like, Yo, you got a brush or some shit like that. <laughs> I remember the next day my cousin was like, bro, I thought, he's like, I wanted to die laughing so bad when we went back to the car and you asked me for a brush because I was thinking in my head, nigga, a brush is not fit to say that shit. <laughs> I was out there looking bad, y'all. I was out there motherfucker looking bad. <laughs> so I was like, damn. So after that night, I was like, yo, I really got caught out here looking bad, bro. I really got caught out here down bad. That's never going to happen again. I will fucking rock this baldy. I will fucking rock this baldy again, like forever. Before I get caught out here looking down bad the way I just got caught out here in front of motherfuckers I don't know, it's niggas, it's bitches, like this and that, like and in high funny story, uh, that was the first night I met Reason, the rapper. We was out there meeting meeting his brother, 
well, his twin brother, but my cousin played football with his brother. So that's who we was that's who we was uh, linking up with and shit. And they had their homegirls this and that out, right? So I was like, yeah, I can't do this no more. But I say all this to say about the hat. Looking back on it, maybe they really did have a no hat policy. But they definitely had a no hat policy with this hat. See, again, y'all, I was fresh in L.A. at this time. I might have only been in L.A. for a month, month and a half, some shit like that before before Cuz pulled up on me. I ain't know the politics. I ain't know, nigga, I'm coming from, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming from where I'm coming from. When niggas think about L.A., nigga, all we think about is, oh, you can't wear red, you can't wear blue, all this and that shit. No, nigga. Every fucking hat is a hood. Every hat is a hood. Every hat, every fucking baseball cap there is represents some game. This is no stretch. This is no lie. This is no exaggeration. There's not a single baseball team that doesn't represent a section of Los Angeles, a gang of Los. There's not one. You cannot, you can't wear none. Matter of fact, I'm lying. The only one that might not rep something in L.A. is the actual L.A. Dodger hat. That might be the only one, and I'm not even sure if that, but but that might be the only one because you can get away with wearing uh, a Dodger hat. Now, if it's red, I don't know. If it's blue, I don't know. Even though motherfuckers do be wearing blue Dodger hats, of course, but I don't know if black people be wearing blue Dodger hats. Obviously, white people, they can wear whatever they want because niggas ain't going to fuck with, with with no white person. But if you black, it's like, all right, hold up. This thing might be on. He might be a member. So what's really popping? Um, So, yeah, and I and if I rem- I believe the Mariners hat is for like the rolling 60s. Rest in peace, Nip. Um, I, I, I believe that's a part. I believe that's a part of a uh, part of their hood. But yeah, yeah. So that that's just funny. Like, damn, I ain't wore this. I ha- I really haven't worn this hat since 2016. I have not worn this hat since 2016. Um, but I probably say it wasn't. It probably wasn't until maybe a year in that I really realized of like, oh, this is why I shouldn't wear this hat because it repped this. But I just be thinking about like, if dude would have let me wear that hat. I'm sure that them niggas, when we would have got inside around all them niggas, they would have put me on game of like, bro, you you shouldn't be wearing this, like, because it's this and that. And me and my cousin school would have been looking at each other like, what? Damn, for real? Like, we would have been surprised. I would have been shocked. Like, damn. I'm glad y'all niggas told me. <laughs> I'm glad niggas told me. But anyways, let's get into topic number one. I got a clip for niggas. So I just left the restaurant after waiting 30 minutes for a day to show up. And apparently I got stood up. I don't know what to say. Like I'm trying to do everything right to be a gentleman. I hear you. I brought flowers. I feel you. I've been consistent talking with this girl for two weeks, trying to get to know what she likes, what she doesn't like. I made plans. I picked the restaurant, the day and the time. You know, I've done everything to be just the kind of guy that would value somebody's time. Like, I just, I'm just looking for my person. I feel you, I'm my just nigga. looking for the one that, I guess, is out there for me. Damn. I mean, I want to be somebody's husband someday, father. I'm trying to do everything. 
So I just left the restaurant after waiting 30 minutes for a day to show up. Hold on. They ain't, they, ain't, they ain't get to the part that I wanted them to get to. Hold on. Let me play the clip one more time, y'all. I'm sorry. So I just left the restaurant after waiting 30 minutes for a day to show up. And apparently I got stood up. I don't know what to say. Like, I'm trying to do everything right to be a gentleman. I brought flowers. I've been consistent talking with this girl for two weeks, trying to get to know what she likes, what she doesn't like. I made plans. I picked the restaurant, the day and the time. You know, I've done everything to be just the kind of guy that... I don't think they're going to get to it because this is Instagram. And when I originally seen this clip, it was on goddamn TikTok. Uh, but there's a couple things. But let me get into just the first part of, damn, I feel for Cuff. Say he out here struggling. These are, man opens up about the struggles of dating in Los Angeles. Speaking fucking of, uh, my nigga, I feel for Cuff. He, uh, he looked like a... I ain't going to say he look like a loser because he, who am I to say that? He just, he don't look like your stereotypical player type nigga. I'll just say that. And you can clearly hear it in his voice. Uh, that that ain't how he moves. Shit. I ain't even your stereotypical player type nigga. This could have been me. I wouldn't have went out like this. But this could have been me. The same situation. Pulling up. Bitch not on shit. Playing with you this and that shit. You know what I mean? I ain't going to cap, though. Last time I went on a date in L.A., I was kind of tight. Shit, everybody in the comments like, nigga, you dodged a bullet and you saved some money. Shit, I low-key wish I would have did that, nigga. I was trying to take little mama out to Coco's. We get the Coco's, nigga. They talking about some, oh, we, the inside is closed. This is, you know what I mean? It's kind of pandemic-like. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, nigga, we ended up going to goddamn all-you-can-eat. Korean barbecue, nigga, I dropped like a hundred and something dollars. That shit kind of turned me off from dating. I ain't even gonna cap. Like, oh, hell. I ain't, this is, this is not what I'm trying to be on. Like, I ain't even talk to the bitch no more, this and that shit, whatever the case. Like, this is trash. Oh, uh, but what really made me want to speak on this video is he said something in another, in in the longer version of it. That really, it really kind of struck me. Like, not the first, I'm just really feeling this nigga. Like, he just, he just keeping it a thou while. Like, he upset. He hurt. Like he said, I'm trying to be a gentleman. I'm trying to be respectful of your time. Like, that's like, bitch, you can't even be respectful of my time. You know, we in Los Angeles. Ain't no telling where the date was at. But more importantly, ain't no telling where the fuck bro was coming from. Say the date was in Hollywood and he staying like Carson. He stay in South Bay. Hell, he can stay in goddamn. He can stay somewhere in South Central. Or he might stay in Venice. He might stay in Santa Monica. He might stay somewhere in the Valley. He probably This might be a Friday night, Saturday night. Bitch, you couldn't even respect my time. You couldn't even just hit me up and be like, yo. I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm not. You just going to let me pull the fuck up. Bitch, I probably came an hour away. I probably came an hour away. Now, granted, I probably ain't nothing but 15 miles away. But, you know, this is L.A. I probably came an hour away. And you just not. Come on. Come the fuck on. Nah, cut hurt and I feel him. I feel I'm trying to be respectful of your time and you couldn't even just 
you just couldn't even be like, nah. Like, bitch, you's a you's a fucking dog. You's a dog ass hoe, for real. Like them niggas on back on fig say you funky cock, bitch. That's all you is. That's all yeah, don't even trip, bro. That don't even trip. But is this nigga a comedian? I wonder if this was all some fake shit. Who knows? It could be, but ain't no telling. Kaka was kind of crying a little bit. But that's what I'm getting to. In one part of the video, again, not the clip that I just played, but in one part of the video, he says something about now I'm just sitting here eating a meal by myself, this and that shit. And that right there really pulled at my heartstrings. I'm not going to lie to you. But why I pulled on my heartstrings, I'm not really sure. But since I was young, I can remember walking around. I can remember being with my grandma Lucille. Rest in peace, my grandma Lucille. I don't know when, where, and how I'm ever gonna see that woman again. But God, if you could just put it, if you can just put it on a list for me, if you can just put me in your favor to see my grandma Lucille again, holy shit. I would love to just give my grandma Lucille a hug. I would love to give my grandma Lucille a kiss again. Holy shit. I I I, I miss that woman. Um But I can remember being young, four, five years old, shit like that, right? And and going to like K and W and shit like that with my grandma or Pulling up to, like, I don't know, food line. Just any given, I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was something about just seeing older people by themselves that really just, I don't know, it just really kind of fucked with me a little bit, for real, for real. And especially if I would see them eating by themselves. That's kind of where, like I said, going into K&Ws and this and that shit after church and whatnot. Seeing old people eat by themselves i don't know why but that it really just used to make me just make me wonder i guess you know of just like damn i wonder like what's going on with them like are they cool are they happy like what's going on? i don't I, I couldn't tell you but that shit you that shit really used to like make it, it really used to make me sad like to the point to where i i would always want to go over and just like kind of talk to him but my grandma never really will would let me i like, don't be bothering them people this and that shit but that shit used to make me sad bro like i'm talking about like damn near wanting to cry over that shit like damn near wanting to come to tears just because of the fact that i seen an old person eating alone Again, I don't know what that shit would do to me. So when I heard this dude say that on top of the emotion that he was already just kind of giving in the video, uh, it really just made me think about that shit of like, yo, what is it about like eating alone that just kind of fucks me up, you know? And, and, and when I seen this, I had to hit up my cousin Chris. I had to hit up my cousin Chris and be like, yo, random ass question, but y'all still be going to Franklin County? And shit like that to eat on Sundays? Or do y'all just be pulling up on mama now? And he was like, nah, we don't be going to Franklin County no more. He was like, I wish. Like, I, I wish we, we did, but we we just pull up on mama now. And mama, that's my stepmom's uh mom. And but all the grandkids, we just called her mama. That's just that's just what we called her mama. Um 
And that shit used to be so like, nigga, I used to look forward to that shit every fucking Sunday, my nigga. Like after church, no matter what, church would be trash, this and that. Niggas don't want to get up and go to church and all this and that shit. Like what, nigga? It sucked. But there was nothing like it. There was nothing like when church let out, nigga, that we knew we was driving our ass down to Franklin County. Going down that long ass driveway. I'm talking way, way, way off the road, my nigga. Way off the road. Matter of fact, the next time I'm in VA, I might drive over that motherfucker just to see if I don't even know if I can find it anymore. Like, I kind of remember where it's at, but at the same time, I don't know if I remember where that shit at for real, for real. Um, but bro, we would pull up, we'd pull up, we'd pull up to to Franklin County for Sunday dinners, and it'd be deep. And and my uh my stepmom's side of the family was just they was just huge, bro. Like speak like mama. Mama's side of the family. Deep, bro. She had mad sisters, mad brothers. Like it would be deep as fuck fuck bro and it just it was just love fam it was it was just love like just breaking bread and 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 that's kind of what i'm getting to of just like damn you know like that term breaking bread now we use it i guess as what's the what's the word uh for for slang like a colloquial or however you pronounce it you know of like you know if you get money with somebody and this and that like Y'all doing business together, whatever the case may be. Like, damn, like, you know, we out here breaking bread and shit, right? We get into it. But it makes me think, like, well, shit, even when you think back to, like, the biblical aspect of it, of, like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, a picture of, like, God, like, legit, like, breaking bread or stories about, like, Jesus, like, really breaking bread and giving it out to people and this and that shit, right? And it just makes me wonder, like, I wonder if there's not not like a biological not like a biological positive or whatever I'm looking for whatever the word is I'm looking for but it just makes me wonder if there's something about humans that eating together is a is a real like net positive like is that like is eating together something we're supposed to be doing as humans? Is that something maybe not supposed to, but yeah, supposed to, but more so, should we? Is it something we should really, really, really be making a conscious effort of of eating with each other? You know what I'm saying? Of just really feeling that energy, really um, you know giving ourselves nutrition and nourishing our bodies, replenishing our bodies, whether it's with the greatest of healthy food or whether niggas sitting around eating a bowl of chitlins. You know what I mean? But is that something that we should be doing together? And when I think about the black community and just kind of where we at, you know, like we just be really out here just looking fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Just, we look, we look lost as a people. You know what I'm saying? We done lost our culture. We done lost our history. 
man, it looked like every day it looked like we just taking more and more steps further and further to get closer and closer to losing our future. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh no, and maybe I'm just on some other shit with it now, but it just really made me think about that, yo. Like, damn, I wonder if I wonder if black people just got back together on Sundays and just had family dinners. And even if it's not family, even if it's just you and your homies. Like, uh, cause I was talking I, I was talking uh to to my boy to my to to Wheezy about it. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna I was like, cause he had sent me this clip. He had sent me this clip and I was like, yeah, I seen it, but I was like, I was like, but it made me think about something that uh that I think I'm gonna use for for a podcast uh episode or I mean for a podcast topic. And we was just talking about it and this and that shit. And he was just saying how, you know, uh he wants to he wants to start doing that at his crib. You know what I'm saying? Now that he got a house and you know, um, he he about to get married to with, with his fiance and this and that shit. Like, that's something that he kind of wants to try to make an effort about. Just like bringing the friend, bringing the homies and shit over and this and that, and just eating out. You know what I'm saying? Just eating and kicking it and shit like that. And I was just telling him like, yo, that's like really a beautiful thing. Like, and I and I was like, and I was thinking about that for myself. Like, when I get a crib, when I finally buy me a house. Like, is that something that I might try to do? You know what I'm saying? Now, down here in Houston, the only family I really got is just my mom, uh, my mom and, and my uncle and his family, his, his wife and, and, and my cousin. It's not a lot of us, but still, like, just to have that, just to throw that invitation out. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure niggas not going to want to do that shit every fucking Sunday, this and that. We driving from all different places, whatever the case. And I get it, niggas. But at the same time, at the same time, though, when I look back of me growing up, it wasn't, it wasn't too much distance that was stopping niggas. Like I said, we used to drive to Franklin County from Roanoke. It's not far, but it ain't 10 minutes down. The, we wasn't driving 10 minutes down the street. We wasn't driving... Nigga, we was driving 35, 45 minutes up the road every Sunday. Every Sunday. Like, that's just what it was. That's just what it was. Like, that. it would have been weird if we didn't pull up. Like, what? Like, damn, we ain't going to the country today? Like, what's going on? Like, why we ain't? What's going on? Like, it just would have been weird. So, I was going to say, like, all right, I get it. Niggas ain't going to want to do that every Sunday, pulling up to a – to a place and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, though, I feel like that's kind of like bullshit. That's kind of, that could be a weak excuse of like, ah, oh, it's just too far. Man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. We family. We friends. Nigga, it's food to eat. I ain't even asking you to bring shit. I mean, yeah, bring shit because niggas did used to bring shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Growing up, like I said, Uncle Lisi probably gonna bring the mac and cheese and this and that. Uncle Pete, he gonna be frying the chicken, this and that. Aunt Della, Aunt Priscilla, they probably gonna be bringing the desserts and this and that shit. Like motherfuckers was bringing shit or just making shit. Like niggas was just in the kitchen making shit too. You know what I'm saying? Either either way, bro, it's somewhere to eat. 
you save you 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 can save a little bit of money this and that and you just get to kick it with your friends and family and i just really feel like i just really feel like if that was something that the black community because i can't speak for the white community i don't know if they still do that I, I don't know if the hispanics still do that and if i had to guess out of black people out of black people white people and mexicans if i really had to guess mexicans is probably still keeping that tradition maybe not i don't know but if i had to guess they probably still own that shit black folk we ain't really on that shit no more white folk i don't know if they own it if i had to guess i don't think white people probably ever was on it if i if i really if i just had to throw some bullshit at a wall i don't know you know but yeah man it just really it just really makes me think about that shit and another thing it made me think about kind of back to me of how that shit used to affect me as a kid it's almost a scary possibility of reality of like damn that might be me i'm 32 i'm single in a motherfucker Ain't no telling when I'm going to fall into a relationship. Ain't no telling when I'm going to fall in love. Uh, when I look around at women. And this is just, now this is kind of where Jaden has come from because I just, I'm like, damn, am I ever going to have a child? I know I want to have a child, but fuck. As I get older, I really realize just like, man, having a child with the wrong person could be horrible. Absolutely horrible. And I don't know if I got a good track record on picking women. I don't know. Like I said, I ain't had a meaningful relationship since my last one. And, yeah, everything was cool when it was cool. But, man, how shit went when we went left, it just made me kind of think, like, holy fuck. Like, I ain't really see all that. I ain't – I. And maybe I should have seen it, but I ain't really see all that for real, for real. And it's like, damn, like, fuck. What if I have a child by a woman that's that kind of move and shake like that? Like, this, this is this is gonna be bad. Then you just think about society and all the brainwashing that we all having right now. The brainwashing men got, like I said, I'm jaded. So, of course, the shit getting to me. Women, they for sure jaded. The shit getting to them. So we all just look at shit totally different, this and that. Like, yeah, man. Like, only I guess only, I guess what I'm getting to is just to not necessarily stay on that. I guess what I'm getting to is, damn, what if I'm one of them older people that's alone? Like I said, I done said it once before. Motherfuckers always want to hit on the goddamn, want to harp on how women are going to die alone and this and that shit. Well, if women going to die alone, men going to die alone. Because women dying alone because they fucking can't stand us. They hate us. I ain't going to say they hate us, but they don't want us. They they, they for damn sure going to tell you they don't need you. We don't need no nigga. And because they don't need us, they really don't want us. Unless they want us, you got to be a hell of nigga for a bitch to want you. Like, you got to be a hell of nigga 
for a bitch to want you. It's like, fuck. That make me think like, damn, man, I'm kind of sad. Like, I don't want to be one of them old niggas eating alone. I don't want to be one of them old niggas out here just alone, bro. I don't want that shit for myself. I do not want that shit for myself. That's not how I was raised. Because I seen it. I seen it on both sides. On my dad's side, my grandma, unfortunately, she kind of went at it alone. My granddaddy, same thing. When I was little, I remember he had a girlfriend. I forgot what her name was. I think it was Shirley, some shit like that. For as long as I can remember, I remember Shirley. And then at some point, they broke up. And that nigga been single ever since. I can't, I, it's hard for me, it's hard for me to imagine either one of them liked it, because I know I don't like it for them, I don't like seeing it, you know what I'm saying, my grandma in the hospital, all she got is just family, her kids come to look after her and this and that shit, like, I mean, in a nursing home, but my granddaddy, he ain't in no nursing home or no shit like that, but he just out in the country by himself. If, if, if something was to happen, if my nigga can't get to a phone, like, ain't nobody. Again, now my nigga, he 80-something years old, and he's still out here working his guard and all this and that shit. Like, he he definitely still active in the mud, but it's just like, damn. Like, damn, you know. But on my mom's side of the family, my grandparents are still together. On my stepmom's side of the family, my grandparents are still together. Damn near... Uh, all their, all, all of mama's sisters and brothers, most of all of them was married and shit. I don't know if they still married, but most of them was all still married. So like, I just seen it and, and, and I appreciated it. You know what I'm saying? Like from my upbringing within my household and seeing other people like, yeah, marriage might suck and marriage might be hard and all this and that shit or whatever the case, but I want that shit. That that's that's shit that I, I do believe in that shit, you know? And even though I do be saying I don't believe in marriage and this and that shit, but like I said, what the parts of it I believe in having a partner. I believe in really, you know, hoping to find somebody that you really can just rock with, that y'all can just really try to go at this shit forever together. You know what I'm saying? Uh it just be like I said, it's just the bullshit. It's just the the family court laws and this and that shit that just make me be like, Ugh. you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to sign a prenup and some shit like that. But even then, it's just like, well, fuck, if we're gonna sign a prenup. If damn it, just feel like like we know this shit ain't gonna last. We know it ain't gonna last. So it's almost like, well, what the fuck I'm doing it for? If that's the case, but at the same time, it's like, well, if I don't get, like, if we don't sign one up, it's like. This is crazy. Like you just being stupid at this point. Like, cause you know the you know the stats. You know the reality of this shit, you know? So I know I was kind of long-winded on that, guys. I do apologize. But um, yeah, seeing this one little clip, <laughs> it definitely made me think about a whole lot of shit. <laughs> for real, for real. For real, for real. And speaking of women, for my next topic, Porsches. Versus Lamborghinis. Everybody loves a fucking Lamborghini. When you see them things, boy, they sexy, they brolic, they fast, it's luxury. 
status. Like when you see a motherfucker in a Lambo, you ain't even got to ask too many questions. You know they get into it. You ain't even got to ask too many questions. It's like, oh shit, my nigga, nigga just pulled up in a fucking Gallardo. Like, just pulled up in that SVJ thing, that SVT thing. Like, I don't know what Cud doing, but he out here getting to it. That motherfucker out here getting to it. Pull up in a Rari. Motherfucker out here getting to it. You see a motherfucker pull up in a Porsche, they out here getting to it too. But there's levels. There's a little, there's, there's a few levels of getting to it in a Porsche. But I'll say this. When I was in LA, I used to see Lamborghinis here and there all the time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, definitely a whole lot more than I'm used to seeing supercars. You know what I'm saying? Just luxury vehicles in general. I've seen them so much more than what I'm used to seeing them coming from Roanoke, coming from Valdosta, even the year that I spent in Houston, uh, even when I pull up to Seoul and this and that. Like, just didn't really see it that too often. But in L.A., nigga, you've seen them all the time. Lambos, Raris, Porsches, G-Wagons, whatever the fucking case, McLarens, like, Bentleys, Roses, like, you've seen them. And every time I seen a Lamborghini, I'm like, damn, that bitch cold. That shit cold as hell. And every time I seen a Porsche, I'm like, all right, for sure, it's the Porsche. But every time I seen a Porsche that I really, really liked, it was probably some kind of turbo, had some type of, you know, nice paint, maybe had some aftermarket wheels on it, whatever the case may be. It just really made me realize, oh, shit, I never knew this. If somebody gave me $500,000 right now and said, pick any supercar you want, holy fuck, I'm really going to pick a Porsche. That's insane. I'm really going to pick a Porsche. I'm not going to pick a Lamborghini. I'm going to pick a fucking Porsche. I'm going to pick a Turbo. I'm going to pick the 911. That's the same way with women. One of the first things me and my nigga Sam connected on when we first when we first met out in Korea chopping it up and shit at the defect was our affinity for plain Jane women. And that's really the Porsche. The Porsche is very plain Jane. Down to the base models. There's there's really no such thing as a plain Jane Lamborghini. It just ain't built that way. It just, it don't really come off the showroom floor like that. It don't really sound like that. But a Porsche, your regular old Carrera, just your regular old 911, even if you get like a Targa, like, they're relatively plain Jane. They're very subtle, just smooth, smooth round curves and this and that shit, like, like I said, they don't really start getting, like, sexy for real, for real, until you, unless you got, like, a turbo. You know, drop-top turbo with, you know, it's a little more wide body, this and that. Like, that's when they that's when you start to see the sex appeal a little bit, you know? But the Porsche is also a comfortable daily driver. It's a comfortable car. You can really ride the Porsche. You can really... 
Like if I was in, if I was still in Los Angeles, I had a Porsche, man, I'd drive that bitch all the way to San Francisco. Easy. I'd take that bitch straight to the bay. Easily. It'd be cool. You could do that. You can do that in a Lamborghini, but do you really want to? Is it really going to be the best drive, the best ride? You sitting all low. Your, your vision and shit a little fucked up. Like, you can't necessarily see out the back. All this and that shit. Like, nah, the, Lam the Lamborghini is for turning fucking heads, my nigga. That shit for turning fucking heads. Same way with a bad bitch. You got a bad little bitch with a BBL and this and that. She turning heads. She a head turner. Is she really going to be the illest woman? It's possible. I don't want to sit here and say just because a bitch got a BBL that she can't be someone of, you know, good standing character and this and that shit. But again, with the brainwashing that we all that we all are, you know, what's the word I want to say, that we're all succumbed to, when I think of a woman with a BBL, I'm thinking she a bird. She ain't, she only thinking a certain type of way, and that just don't align with me. But that Porsche, like I said, that's just a pretty down-to-earth woman. She reliable. She ain't doing too much. She ain't trying to be all. She ain't trying to be. She just, she just there. She there for you. She comfortable. You can really love a Porsche. I can really love me a plain Jane woman. I want a plain Jane woman as my daily driver. So I'm saying a little bad bitch with the BBL, man, I just pull her out on the weekends. This and that shit, whatever the case. Now I want a daily driver. A woman I really can rely on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just kind of what it is. That's just a, a, a beautiful, plain Jane woman. That's 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 what I want from my wife. I ain't never in my life wanted the baddest bitch in the world. I just wanted a bitch that I thought was pretty, man. That's all I ever wanted was just a woman that I thought was pretty. That's all I wanted. Even if she's skinny. Like, even if she dog skinny. Well, I ain't going to say dog skinny because that's just, that just ain't where it's at. But if, but if she pretty, that's I can really look over it. Now, if she pretty and she just big as a house, eh, I can't really do that. Like, you got to be pretty as hell. And even then, baby, we're going to put some work in. You're going to lose this weight and you really going you really gonna to be where I want you to be. Uh but yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day. I ain't gonna go too deep on that. I ain't gonna go too 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 crazy in too many circles about that. But I just I was just thinking about that and I was like, damn, for me, that's really a solid comparison. A Lamborghini is a sexy ass woman. Pure sexy. She just exudes sex appeal. She just, you know what I'm saying? She just a head turner all the time. Even a woman, and, and and I don't know if niggas know this or not, but there's a lot of sexy women that really don't look that good. I'm, I, I didn't try to tell y'all this, I, and I have so many examples of it. 
of sexy women that really, they really just average looking women, but they just carry sex appeal on them so well. Almost like, again, uh, like a 2010 Lamborghini Gallardo. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really ain't the illest looking car when you really look at, if you compare it to other fucking like Lamborghinis. You know what I'm saying? Again, like an SVJ or a fucking uh, a Ventador, some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it re- even a fucking old school Diablo. Like, it really ain't that ill, but it is still a fucking Lamborghini. And because it is a Lamborghini, that shit kind of bad. Same way with women that just knows how to carry sex appeal. Like, you really ain't even that good looking of a woman, but it's just something about you that is holy shit. You know what I'm saying? You make a nigga, you make a nigga blood start to do a little things. That shit get to moving a little bit when you come across. For real, for real. But a good little pretty woman. She's subtle. She ain't trying to do too much. She ain't in everybody's face. This and that. Motherfuckers just see, oh, shit, she pretty. Just keep it moving. That's kind of like a Porsche. Motherfuckers see a Porsche. Oh, shit, that's a, that's a nice Porsche right there for sure. Like, tight, tight. Keep it pushing. But like I said, you see a Lamborghini, sometimes you just stop. You kind of walk around that motherfucker like, damn, you really got to admire that bitch. Like, whoo, this is tight. But is it really the best? Is it really like, I guess it all just depends on what you want. But like I said, for me, I know what I want. You give me a half a ticket, nigga, I'm getting the turbo. So my pretty woman, she ain't going to be just a pretty six. She's going to be a pretty eight. Like She's going to be a, a pretty ass eight. Like She's going to be a turbo. But I ain't getting the Lamborghini. I'm still going Porsche. <laughs> I'm going Porsche, you know what I mean? I'm going Porsche with mines. For real. Uh, What's next? All right. We're going to get to this, too. Man, we, it ain't going to be too long, but we're just going to touch on it briefly. Uh, I want to say it was last week in Hollywood. In Hollywood, a bouncer was beaten to death. A bouncer was beaten to death by 10 individuals. Again. What the fuck is niggas on? I don't understand how niggas go to a club. How niggas go to a club with women in their presence. With women in the vicinity. And all 10 of y'all niggas are so teed up. That y'all beat one nigga to death. Now, what did this bouncer do? I don't know. Maybe he, maybe somebody was in the club too drunk. He might have got a little rough with niggas. With one of them, two of them, something like that. Tried to flex a little muscle, tossing niggas out, some shit like that. Maybe so. He might have put his hands on them as the, as the, authoritative figure of the establishment. Maybe he was fronting on niggas on getting in. 
you know how niggas be they they trying to they they on you they they need this and that this it's a whole little thing like i said i remember when i first went i remember the first time i went to playhouse in hollywood niggas got you waiting outside in line forever it's like bro this come on fam it ain't nothing but 15 of us in line right now. We've been out here for 35 minutes. Like, let the let us in, bro. Let us fucking in. But in LA, everything is the look. Everything is for fucking show. So we need to keep the line outside to make it look like it's jumping inside and all this and that shit. Like, come the fuck on. So I paid a bouncer forty dollars to skip. Paid a nigga forty dollars to skip. He take me to the front. I go in. I'm about to pay for the ticket. I'm about to pay for the ticket. But I'm just standing there to pay for the ticket, and the bitch just wouldn't, like, I don't know. I forgot. Maybe she was on the phone or she was talking to somebody or something, but she was just, like, really just acting like I wasn't there, which kind of played in my favor because when she finally did just say something to me, she was like, well, She's like, did you already pay for the ticket, this and that? I'm like, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. She's like, all right, we'll just go in there, follow him, this and that shit. I'm like, all right, cool. So the $80 I was going to spend just turned into the $40 uh, just to skip the line and actually get in. But that be the kind of bullshit. I go to smoke. I'm in the club smoking. To smoke, I end up having to shoot the little nigga in the club $10. Just so he wouldn't trip on me. Like, all right, like, I got you. Let me pay this nigga $10 so he wouldn't trip on me. I'm smoking my little joint. So I say all this to say, maybe that nigga was doing some finessing on his bullshit, whatever the case may be, and niggas got on his ass. But that shit is still crazy to me that there's 10 suspects. 10 suspects from... Uh, a fight that resulted in the death of a single person. Again, what the fuck is niggas on when they go to the club? I just don't understand it, bro. I will never understand just that the energy, the mindset, that why niggas just be so teed the fuck up when they know that it's bitches around. Now, and maybe... Maybe that might be it right there. Maybe I shouldn't say bitches, but it might be bitches. Because bitches, they are the type ladies, they are the type females that maybe that 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 appreciate that energy. Just some little dog ass bitches. They they the type to instigate shit like that and whatever the case may be, like. So yeah, maybe there is maybe that's what it is, but nigga. But if there's ladies around, if there's women around, and you on that type of energy as a dude, man, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? I ain't gonna say you homo, but it's odd. It's odd that men just on your mind. For you to just be on it like that. For you to just be so emotional. What what was up with them niggas? They was that emotional? Like, how are men? How did men? How did we get so emotional, bro? 
How did we just get so impulsive? How did we get to just this point of just reacting and just doing the most? Is it Drake's fault? Is it Drake's fault because he made niggas all mushy-mushy and made it cool to do all that daddy macking and shit like that when he first came out and how he used to be rapping to women and this and that shit? So niggas just kind of took that energy. But then at the same time, he was dropping shit like zero to 100. So niggas is already in their feelings. But... Niggas is down to go zero to 100 on top. Like, is it Drake's fault? It ain't Drake's fault. It ain't Drake's fault. It's somebody's fault. It's somebody's fault to make niggas just so so emotional and so reactive. That shit don't make no damn sense. But, yeah, them niggas really, I just don't understand it. They really, they them 10 niggas, 10 niggas beat a motherfucker up so bad that they killed her. They killed that nigga. Outside the club. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? And I and if I had to guess, it was really probably over over nothing. Niggas was probably being too, I ain't gonna say too loud, even though they was probably outside. Niggas was probably just doing the most in front of the establishment. And dude was just like, yo, can y'all take that shit somewhere else? This and that, whatever the case, blah, blah, blah. And that was all she wrote. Niggas, niggas is probably some members. They definitely some members. If 10 niggas got on them, that won't just your average, regular, non-affiliate LA nigga. It's, it's no way possible. They was, definitely, they was definitely some members. And niggas probably said, blase, blah, nigga on hood. And that was just all she wrote. And they just went on that nigga. They just went on them. Uh, all right, last topic before I get out of here. Or maybe I might do one more. But when cloud chasing goes wrong, and this is this could be very insensitive because I don't know what the fuck happened. This is just uh this whole this whole topic right here is literally coming from a single perspective. No facts, no nothing. Just a single perspective, a single theory. That's it. Now, apparently, the Obamas might have hit up their chef. Could be some foul play going on. Again, I ain't going to stay on this too long, but I just want to... Because we in this era of everybody want to be known. Everybody looking for a way. There'd be a whole lot of ambulance chasing going on out this motherfucker. Niggas be taking full advantage. And sometimes, my nigga, you just really got to know. Some folks, you just can't be doing that shit with. So rumor has it that the chef was... Maybe you're gonna write like a tell-all book, some shit like that. Just gonna write a book, and a good little chunk about it 
if not all of it, was going to be about the Obamas. And maybe some of their miss, what's the word, misgressions? I don't know, but just some of their, you know, some of their not so great highlights. Let's Let's just take it there. Transgressions, that's what we're talking about. Some of their transgressions, the not so great ones. And if that was the case, and there was really going to be some some truth and stain to what was going to be said, boy, oh boy, how the fuck did you make the mistake of letting them find out? Of letting them hear about the plan. Boy, don't you know you're talking about the Obamas? Man, don't you know you're talking about former presidents? Obama might not have done much for black folk, but nigga, don't you know you're talking about power? And you think, because you done seen all these other motherfuckers out here running and telling this and that. You done seen Corinne Staffins. You done seen how the Me Too movement it went. You done seen goddamn cat stacks and all this and that shit get out here and start running their mouths about what they done seen, what they done heard. And think that shit going to be all good. Everybody ain't meant for everybody. Let me say that one more time. Everybody ain't meant for everybody. There was a reason why all them years with the Me Too movement and that nigga Harvey Weinstein, that motherfuckers was just letting shit ride. Mad as hell at the nigga for showing his old ass dick to him and this and that. Because before they got on his ass, it wasn't nobody that was going to get on his ass. Man's had too much power. And you was going to take a big risk. A big risk. Speaking out on shit. I ain't saying that's wrong or right. But it just kind of seems like that's what the situation was. I don't know what the Obamas done done to make a motherfucker think that this would be the right time to jump out on their ass. Seems like a mistake. Everybody ain't meant for everybody. You're not just finna sit out here and think you're just gonna stain the Obama's name as a chef. You're not even in the same league as me, man. That'd be like a high school basketball player trying to sabotage an NBA's player challenging him one-on-one. Nigga, I don't give a fuck how nice you is. Nigga, I'm in the league. 
Better take that shit somewhere else. Fuck you think you playing with? Nigga, I'm in the league. You are not LeBron. You are not Carmelo. You are not J.R. Smith. You are not Dwight Howard. And even when them niggas was this and that, they want that. They want nothing Carmelo Anthony was going to do to Kobe Bryant when Kobe Bryant was already a championship nigga. Straight out of high school too. My experience is more. The association is not finna play by my name. The Lakers are not finna play by my name. You are just a chef. You cannot play with the Obama's name like that. You do not wield that kind of power. Who the fuck is backing you? Who did you think was backing you? The black effect? Huh? What, you thought it was Charlemagne? Charlemagne said that he had you? He was going to hold you down? Who the fuck was backing you? Who the fuck was gassing you up? And I shouldn't be speaking like this because the life was lost. And I don't know what happened. So I'm dead wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I shouldn't even be talking about it because I'm wrong. And I don't even like where we at in society to where we just desensitized to death and this and that shit. Like I've been told, niggas, that's why I had to stop way back in the day. I had to stop watching World Star Hip Hop. Not to say I don't still... Not to say I don't still. Not to say I've never been back on World Star, World Star since I stopped watching it because I have. But I really stopped watching World Star Hip Hop. Because World Star was just doing the most. They was really letting you see niggas die on the internet and that shit. And I just always thought there's no way this is good for us. Like we should not be seeing this shit. It's a difference when it's a movie because it's really a movie. Now we're really watching clips of people dying. This shit, this shit cannot be cool. Shit cannot be cool. Um, so yeah, I'm wrong. Cause because I'm kind of playing into that right now. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying. If this is in fact how things may have went, and we and and, the, and we would never know the truth on that. If that is the case, we would never know the truth on that. But there is just some shit. The Obama's out here deleting call logs and shit like that. Like the conspiracy, they damn near they they out here building blocks for it. They building blocks for it. They are building blocks for it. Uh, they said the nigga knew how to swim and this and that shit. So what happened? How he just ain't no telling. Maybe bro caught a cramp. Maybe he had a heart attack. And ain't no telling. Ain't no telling. But we didn't seen enough TV. We didn't seen enough movies to show that when shit like that do happen, uh, everything to look accidental may not always be coincidence, you know. Uh, but shout out the Obamas and uh, rest in peace, rest in peace to their to their chef, man. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. I'm gonna do one more topic because this one kind of just fell in my lap. Again, I ain't gonna stay on it too long. Jamie Foxx, my nigga is fresh back. My nigga is fresh back from showing his face. He ain't nothing but a week, two weeks from showing his face. Two weeks from 
they cloned Tyrone and just dropped. And he is in very hot water. Let me see if I can find this. He is in very hot water. And I noticed it because Jennifer Anderson was in hot water. And I was like, what the fuck? They was like, Jennifer Anderson liked. I'm like, what the fuck? This got to do with anything. Uh, My boy Jamie Foxx said to niggas, they killed a dude named Jesus. Holy shit. How far do I got to scroll up on goddamn the shade room? Here you go right here. TSR reactions. Jennifer Anderson trends after people believe that she threw Jamie under the bus in her apology to fans. Jennifer Anderson owes Jamie Foxx an apology because this is just silly. And it is. It's like, holy shit. Like, boy, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. I ain't going to say what it is I want to say. But you just got to know. And first, I ain't going to say, I don't know. If, she might not be friends with Jamie Foxx. She might not even know the nigga. I'm sure she know the nigga because they both celebrities. I'm sure they've been in the same parties and this and that. Hell, they might have even been in a movie together or some shit like that. But she probably ain't really got no ties to the nigga like that. So maybe it's a stretch for niggas to say she owes, she owes him an apology. But I did think it was a stretch. For her to just, like, damn, bitch, stand on it. Jamie Foxx made a post that said, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends. Hashtag fake love. And then Jennifer Anderson apparently liked the post. She apparently liked the post. Oh, 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 I went to the wrong joint. But after she liked it, and after she seemed to get mad backlash from it, because for whatever reason, and this is and like I said on last on the last uh, podcast episode about just how we are with the Dwight Howard shit and how we really love to care about things we don't give a fuck that we don't give a fuck about we're addicted to anything that provokes emotion from us we're addicted to anything that will just give us a reason to react and maybe honestly that's why like i said when since when did guys get so impulsive i guess a lot of this shit might have started with fucking social media because like i said whether it's in a digital age or whether it's just in the real world Maybe we just addicted to reacting to shit all around the board. But Jennifer Anderson goes, this really makes me sick. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. Well, how the fuck did you like it then? What happened? If it wasn't on purpose and you didn't do it on accident, then what the fuck was it? And more importantly, I want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds. I do not support any form of anti-Semitism. And I truly, and, I, and let me just say, and I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind. Period. 
Now my boy Jamie Foxx, he makes an apology. I want to apologize to, a Jew, to the Jewish community and everyone who was offended by, by my post. I now know my choice of words have caused offense, and I'm sorry. That was never my intent. To clarify, I was betrayed by a fake friend, and that's what I meant by, with they. Not anything more. I only love in my heart for everyone. I only have love in my heart for everyone. I'm really kind of killing his his show. I, I I really I really killed Jennifer Anderson shit, but I'm kind of fucking up on his. I only have love in my heart for everyone. I love and support the Jewish community. My deepest apologies to anyone who was offended. Nothing but love always. Jamie Fox. Man, I'll tell you. It is insane how how the Jewish community can make niggas just bend over backwards. Like, boy, when I mean to tell you they got their foot knee deep in our ass, it it really may be in everybody's, but especially black folks. We not playing about them Jewish people. First time them niggas say something to us, like, hold up, we feel away. Nigga, y'all feel away? Damn. My bad, dog. We are. You know I apologize. Even now, me saying this. I, you know, I don't mean no harm. You know, I don't mean no harm. But damn, it's crazy. Like, see, this is the wild part, too. Like I said, we so lost as a culture, so lost as a society. I guess the reason why Jewish people put they to them because I, I, I and I, and again, I don't know. I, I'm not a, a, a biblical, a, a Bible expert, but I have to assume that there in some form or fashion, it was Jewish people that killed you, Jesus. Hell, wasn't, wasn't Jesus Jewish or something like that in some form or fashion? So I guess that's what it is. But it's like, damn, y'all niggas was just looking for shit, huh? Like, Khaled told us they was they. We ain't know who the fuck they was. But they don't want you to win. They don't want to see you great. Was Khaled talking about Jewish people this whole time? I doubt it. And shit, just, what, two years, three years ago? Four years ago? Five years ago? Some shit like that? They told us they was just a person. So why would Jewish people read this? I would assume, especially in Hollywood, most Jewish people was probably relatively liberal, probably hella progressive. What would make them think that they doesn't mean a single person? That is pronouns. Am I lying? Am I wrong here? They and them. That could be a man. That could be a woman. That could be a group. Again, or that can just be a single motherfucker. How do we know that it wasn't a single motherfucker that killed Jesus? How do we know? Like I said, I ain't going to stay on this too long. But boy, oh boy, when I mean to tell you that we are addicted to reactions... And we are addicted to anything that will provoke emotion within us. Holy shit. Motherfuckers out here looking for it. Motherfuckers out here thirsty for it. And it ain't, and, 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 and again, we all do it. 
That's why I can say it. That's why I speak on it. Because we all do it. Yeah, I seen a little try that shit in a small town with the country nigga, Jason Aldean. I mean, did I really give a fuck? No, because I ain't really give a fuck. But I got it. I understood it. Maybe he was talking about niggas. Maybe he won't talking about niggas. You could it, you could assume. It'd be a safe assumption that he's that that he's talking about black folk for the most part. But maybe not. Probably not. Cause some of it, like they were saying on the Joe Budden podcast, which I was like, damn, that do make a lot of sense. Black people ain't really out here burning flags. We ain't start doing that until what? 2014? 2015, some shit like that. Like, but that ain't really a that ain't really a black person thing. Like, cause we don't even really give a fuck about the American flag like that. Like, it's cool. It right where we from, but we ain't got no ties to it to give a fuck that much to burn the bitch. We just not gonna put it in our front yard. We just not gonna put a sticker on our car. That's it. That's it. We just might not wear something that has to do with the American flag on fucking Independence Day. That's it. That's it. That's really a white person thing to be burning flags and shit like that and all this and that. So, long story short, yeah, the nigga straddled the line. He straddled the line. He straddled the line of, you know, maybe doing some dog whistling, maybe being a little racist, but whatever. I ain't get up in arms about it, but motherfuckers got up in arms about it. It was for sure a whole bunch of outrage marketing and this and that shit. So, like I said, we all do it. We all fall for the same tricks. I done fell for them plenty of times. Not really, but I done fell for them bitches plenty of times. All the time. So, yeah. But one time for the Jews, though. Y'all niggas really out here. Y'all niggas really out here. All right, guys, let's get into it. I'm out of this joint. I'm out of here. I told y'all it wasn't going to be a long episode. How long I how long I do it? Man, we here for damn near 80 minutes. We're almost at an hour and a half. I guess I ain't too mad at that. I guess I ain't too mad at that. But more importantly, guys, I just can't wait to play all this motherfucking song of the week. Holy shit. And you know it's for the steppers. You know it's for the steppers. Salsa TikTok then put me on. They done put me on to some shit. I'm going to take me some salsa lessons here soon. I was literally just looking that shit up the other day, and I think I might do the one. I think I might do the option for $120 a month. Unlimited salsa lessons. I can come to all of them shits because I'm really trying to get nice at this shit. I ain't going to cap, my nigga. It's just a sexy dance. Like, shit, I learned salsa, nigga. I might, I might as well learn Spanish. If I do if I do both of them, I might as well move away from America. I might move to, to La Habana. I might move to motherfucking Bogota. I mean, I might fuck around and move to the Medellin, some shit like that, nigga. Fuck you really talking about? Yeah, nigga, we really out here. So yeah, this is song of the week right here.
que pisó la rosa y creyó que se marchitó. That's why the mint day come on. Holy shit. You know what's so crazy? I be listening to all this fucking Spanish music and this and that. Before I went to Cuba, that's when I realized, like, oh, I, like most of the Spanish songs I like, they're not Mexican songs. I was always thinking they were like Mexican songs. They're not. They're like. Is the right word Latin? 
Because our Mexicans, well, Mexicans are Hispanic. And I don't know if, like, Cubans are Hispanic. I think they're Latin. Latin America. I don't know. I might have to look into that. Oh. Uh, but yeah, all the all most of all the joints that I fuck with, even like my slow shit. Uh what was it? Heavy heavy endo, some shit like that. Um, yeah, they're all yeah, they're all they're all like those type of joints. So I was like, oh shit, see, I've been rocking with them. I've been rocking with the culture. I've been on my on my salsa type tip. You know what I mean? You know, I you know I fuck with that worldly music. You know what I mean? Even when I when I went to Korea, I, I learned quick, oh, these niggas got some shit over here. Like they tight. So, one day I'll have a love for 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 Afrobeat like that. Damn, is that self hate? Damn, I hope that ain't self hate. I hope that ain't self hate. But anyways, let's get up out of here, guys. No cap. No I mean, cap. you hear what I'm saying? It's one and only. I'm fighting for you, Jack. <laughs> I'm fighting for you, Jack. <laughs> Niggas is violent.